Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Life of St. Philip Neri by Antonio Bolonio, Section 17, Chapter 200. Philip delivers Drusilla after she has fallen headlong from a high place. At the end of September that year, Drusilla Porcacci had washed her clothes and was hanging them out to dry in the sun when she accidentally fell from a very high place and was severely injured. The balcony from which she fell was about 26 yards up, and she fell onto a pavement made up of bricks set on edge, though it was so old that a lot of it was worn out and crumbling. They tell us that her head was bruised and fractured and her right eye so damaged that everyone considered she would certainly lose it. That is, if she recovered at all, which no one thought likely. The eye was right out of its socket and her nose was badly crushed. She was also bleeding profusely from the mouth and they were unable to stop it. Her jaws were severely bruised, and her lower lip cut through. In the course of her fall, she received two actual wounds, that in the lip, which we have mentioned, and the other in her left hand, in the palm. Also her teeth should not be forgotten. They were so distorted by the fall that she was in danger of losing them too. Such was the wretched state the woman was in after missing her foothold and falling straight down. Her friends and family picked her up, thinking she was dead, and carried her to her room, laying the broken body on her own bed. Barely half alive, injuries made her unable to hear, to see, or to speak. And the neighborhood already beginning to talk about her death, as if the fall had killed her. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, Teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle God of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Tonight's reading is not very pleasant reading. Hearing about this horrific condition of Drusilla Porcacci after she fell from about 70 meters up, 70, 20, 25 meters, 75 feet, 26 yards, depending on if you're in Canada or the U.S., depending on your measurements, it gets confusing sometimes. Anyways, it's high up, seven stories, and she fell headlong. And why would Galonio include this in this period? Well, it's partly because he thinks it happened, because he thinks it's true. We haven't heard in tonight's reading about 
the end result and what her husband does, but you can imagine it's going to end well. But it's very interesting, given that all these stories after the burial of St. Philip have some connection with the resurrection. It's very interesting that he highlights the wound in the palm, the wound in the palm on her left hand. Why? Because isn't that how Christ identified himself to his apostles after the resurrection? After the women told them he's risen, after they didn't believe the women, as we talked about last night, they ran to the tomb, they looked in, they saw and believed. And then what did Christ do that evening? He came through the locked doors and showed them his hands and his side. He showed them his hands. He showed them the wounds. And we know that the wounds were there because later when Thomas didn't believe, they told him and Thomas said, I won't believe unless I put my finger in the mark of the nails. So this woman, this poor woman, with the wound in her hand, her body all battered, reminding us of Christ's body in the tomb after the crucifixion with its wounds, but then also reminding us of Christ after the resurrection, which he kept the five wounds, his hands, his feet, his side. This woman reminds us that Christ can transform our wounds. He kept those wounds in his hands and his side and his feet after he rose from the dead to show us that wounds that we suffer, moral wounds, psychological wounds, emotional wounds, mental wounds, can be transformed through Christ. Through his death and resurrection, the wounds that we suffered can be transformed so they no longer are painful to us. Our Lord does not take away the fact that he was crucified. He doesn't take away the fact that we've been through difficult times. But he transforms those wounds. And so no matter how we may have fallen, and here I'm talking morally, whatever way in which we've fallen into sin, especially if it's been after a long time of not sinning, if we've been trying to do good and we keep out of weakness seeming to fall, let us not be discouraged. We may have done very great damage to ourselves. We may have seemed to have hurt other people. But St. Philip is telling us tonight that Christ can raise us up. That Christ can forgive us. That Christ can help us learn from these mistakes. God only permits us to fall so that we can be raised up to something higher. And if we've fallen and we think I've been, I was at a height, I had achieved a certain amount of holiness and now I've fallen, I've lost all my merits. It's true. But if we return to the Lord with even more fervor and humility, we might on our very converting back to him. On the intensity of our conversion by his grace, we might actually end up holier than before our big sin. If we return to the Lord with more distrust of self, more humility, more love, 
love for his goodness, love for his power, and hiding ourselves more in his wounds, trusting more in the power of his death and resurrection, less in ourselves, then that fall may end up with us being in a greater height of sanctity. The only thing we can't do after we fall into sin is to give up. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.